Hey everybody, it's Aaron and Jim uh, back with another first run bald movie. Mm-hmm. This week we saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, two th- two questions, Jim. Mm-hmm. Did you see the first Guardians before this? Yep. What did you think of this Guardians of the Galaxy? The first, the second one. Yes. Uh, the second one's good. The first one is also good. All right. Were they <laughs> equally good? No. Okay. Which do you think is better? The first one. Interesting. That's what Cecily said. Yeah. Jack said this one is way more awesome. Way more awesome. Okay. Yep. The ten the ten year olds have it. He he uh, he also his <laughs> eyes leaked a little bit at the end too. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was get, funny. Get the the raccoon eyes. He got the he did. He got, Fox he got eyes. the the trash raider eyes. Um <laughs> so I I don't know. I kind of feel like it's missing the surprise fun factor because no one really expected anything out of the first Ga- Art Guardians, but I thought this had a more cohesive plot and since the characters had standing relationships um, you actually felt so there's more of an emotional connection and there was more a little bit uh, more, right. more more heart in the movie which yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I seem to see appreciate um, yeah I, I think that was definitely something I was missing that I think a lot of they just kind of gloss over in the first one is those relationships form awfully fast and with dubious reasons right um, it doesn't seem like there's anything really connecting them as the family that they pr- proclaim to be right uh in this one, yeah, I definitely felt like it was a bit more solid already because we had the background. And I do think the first one walloped you with emotion in the beginning because I, I for one, wasn't ready to see like a 10-year-old lose his <laughs> mom to cancer right. and then immediately be kidnapped by aliens. Uh, and so, so, But then I feel like the movie emotionally coasted from that first scene. Everything else was... Yeah, and it, it just shortcuts it, too. It's like, what's that Robin Williams movie where he's in the painting in, in heaven? Oh, yeah, What Dreams May Come. What Dreams May Come. It feels like it shortcuts it in that same kind of way. Right. Um, where the first one, it just, it opens with, okay, kids, a kid whose mom is dying of cancer. We don't know the kid. We don't mm-hmm. know the mom. She might be the worst fucking person right. in the world. Beat him as he was growing up. We don't fucking know. It's just kids' moms dying. Right. Easy sell. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's hard to, uh, I guess it's hard to not be emotional about that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's a couple things this movie had going for it. Uh, number one, I think that they really, I, I, what I appreciate about the Guardians universe or the Guardians cornered the Marvel universe is similar to Doctor Strange. It's just You just never know what you can expect. Like, they could be a starbase inside the severed head of an old dead celestial. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. there could be a celestial, there could be a world, this, a celestial is conjured up from his own mind. And what would that look like? And everything's very, be- you got a, you, you got a monster that pukes acidic rainbows and just like, just crazy, crazy. Like all the designers took hits of acid and just started drawing things. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also just a lot of fun. Like you don't. And I wondered throughout the movie, like, because I know one of your bugaboos about comics is like, I don't know who can be hurt and when they can be hurt and and if they're really in danger. And that like really takes uh-huh. me out because I don't know what the stakes are. And as I was watching, like every one of these, every one of these beings, except for maybe the raccoon and, and, uh-huh. and baby Groot are some sort of demigod. Yeah, yeah. That can't be killed through many conventional means. Mm-hmm. And did you find that the drama in those scenes were lacking? I, I mean, they're as lacking as they ever are in these movies where you know the heroes are going to win, right? Right. I mean, the, there may be one casualty or two casualties along the way, uh-huh. but they're not going to be the main characters that you love and know yeah. because that would kill the franchise. Yeah. 
uh, and they're always <laughs> going to beat the bad guy. That's just how these things go. So, right. yeah, I, I mean, I had less of a problem with it here for some reason than I do when, l- let's say, beings of disparate power levels are mm-hmm. fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt less of that here because gotcha. they were more on an even footing. Right. At, at least some of them. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else I want to say non-spoiler. I guess here's the thing that was shocking because I saw – like this came out in the UK last week. Mm-hmm. Um, America got the feel what the way the rest of the world feels most of the time and there's we, – we got left out on a, re- on, on a, on a release. Uh-huh. Uh, my standard complaint – uh, and I do this regard, you know, like like I, I can't believe in 2017 where we can beam gigabytes around the planet in seconds that we have this bullshit non date and time release yeah, schedule. Stupid. Like like this should have come out on a particular date at midnight Zulu time and then done deal. That's it all around the planet. I don't understand why we do this weird shit of of early release and late release and here's the global release and there's <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. They're begging people to pirate their shit, um, mm-hmm. I guess. So last week I was reading some non-spoiler threads in the movies subreddit on Reddit, mm-hmm. and uh, I was getting the kind of a feeling that a lot of people were saying that this is a letdown similar to like Avengers 2, which mm-hmm. I bummed me out because I don't think Avengers 2 is a bad movie. But it certainly is, it, it's not leading the pack in stars the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where everyone's <laughs> coming out seemed like the build on an ad, and everything is getting better and better. And that was, you know, not a not good movie and not a not fun movie, but it was less significantly less good and less fun and less you know kind of important mm-hmm. than the other films around it. And uh, people were saying that they got similar vibes from this movie, and I thought that's after I've seen it, I thought that was pretty unfair. Now, however. Those reviews did temper my expectations somewhat. Right. So I don't know, you know, in the emotional plinko machine that is my, you know, my my heart and mind complex, I I don't know how that affected it. But I do, I I thought, I kind of want to think, I kind of want to say that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is slightly, just a slight bit better than Guardians 1. So one of the things I think that it got right, um, or more right than the first one, is the villain. Yes. Now, I think they fucked up on a couple of pretty big points, which I'll talk about in the And there's a couple, section. like, what the fuck tonal moments in this movie that I don't uh-huh. understand that, yeah, I'll talk about in the spoiler section, but go but, on. But the, the villain felt like he had clearer motivations other than just, like, generic, I want power. Right. Um, th- there seemed to be a, a sort of pathos that you can understand behind it. Right. Well, it's even like, though it's an entirely foreign thing for humanity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always a bad sign when the villain doesn't know about the heroes, and the heroes don't really know about the villain in, until like more than halfway through the film, right? Uh-huh. Like, whereas here, um, you, you, any anytime you have like, you know, I, it's funny because this morning uh, when I was eating breakfast, I didn't want to just, just dig right into Fargo, so I, I've been watching see, whatever the last season of Archer is. Okay, and I was kind of like, it's it's kind of been. Li- um, it's kind of been languishing. I think I'm on episode five or six of that season. And then Barry shows up. If you don't know, Barry is Archer's arch nemesis. Oh, right. Who's like, you know, turn it at this point. He's a a fully cybernetic organism. Right. Uh, And I immediately perked up because like, Oh, here's somebody that actually, you know, knows Archer and Archer fucking hates him. And they've got this long running rivalry. And yeah, uh, and, and is immediately twice as good as anything else to happen. And I kind of feel like this here, that anytime that you've got 
an emotional connection to uh, and and you understand the the villain and his kind of motivations and yeah it's not that you agree with them but they're uh-huh. likable on some level that makes it so much better yeah and, and they're specific yes. they're not as generic as just more power yeah like sure the emperor shouting unlimited power is cool when he's coursing with lightning right but, right you know not quite as cool when uh, it's a guy with a blue face, and mm. it, he comes from Halt and Catch Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lee, that was Lee Pace, wasn't it? It was Lee Pace, yeah. At least his face pasted on some Olympian's body. <laughs> or does that Lee, does Lee Pace actually have, like... He's got a, he's pretty jacked. By the way, I mean, Chris Pratt he's is, a big guy. is twice as jacked in this movie as he was in the last movie, and he was pretty fucking jacked in the last movie. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know where this is. He just ends. continues to get more jacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael Rooker... Michael Rooker's like Michael, 180 years old now. Pretty and jacked. Still pretty jacked, yeah. Do you know what else is fully jacked? His teeth. That's true. Like, I, That's... I, the fact that he's able to spit lines through the appliance that he was wearing, <laughs> oh my God. I actually, as I was watching, I was feeling so bad for, like, everyone in this movie must hate Chris Pratt. Why? Except for Bradley Cooper. Because they're doing 16 hours of makeup a day. Uh, yeah, yeah. A day, and he just gets to be fucking Chris Pratt. Yeah. He gets his hair styled, <laughs> and he's good to go. It's true. He had the, you know, I'm sure, you know. He Vin had the, Diesel, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. They, they, they're just sitting in their trailer until, and right. they're not even on set. No, what am I talking uh, about? No, they're mailing that shit in. Yeah. Literally. Recording uh, at home on audition <laughs> and mailing it in. Yeah. In fact, I don't even know that Vin Diesel recorded new lines. They could have just run yeah. Baby Groot through a, a pitch filter and done deal. <laughs> He's only ever recorded two lines in the history of this franchise. Yeah. I am Groot and we are Groot. Yeah. And all he has to do is uh, that you can slow it down, speed it up, and modulate, and you've got yep. everywhere from Baby Groot to Adult Groot. Um, but yeah, no, this movie... and. And it's 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 a bummer because there was a little bit of that, the trailer spoiling the movie, where, like, this movie has about, I think, ten gut-busting parts in it. It's got some really funny scenes. But but two of them are just entirely gutted by the trailers. Yeah. And the fact, like, and it made it, like, like that would have been such a great a gut buster at such a climactic point in the film, but it's it kind of comes across as tedious. Uh-huh. Because, like, okay, here's, like, two minutes of the movie that I've already seen. Yeah. That's a bummer, and I wish they'd stop doing that, but... Yeah, know. I mean, I don't... How do you promote a movie without showing any of it? I mean, I think they could just do the, like, you know, to show two or three bits of every is action, but don't, like, show entire beats worth of comedy things. But yeah. I, I guess, I guess, if you got 12 gut busters, why don't you peel off two of them for the trailers? That's true. There were plenty of good ones. Yeah. So, uh, do we have any other non-spoiler observations to make? No, we don't. Okay. I well, don't. Then, as is our want, let us talk about trailers. Now, okay. we have seen most of these trailers, but we have not talked about them because we've seen them in the Bald Moon Studio and not on a big screen. Uh, and I don't know what trailers you saw because you saw it at a different I theater. I saw Star Wars All right. first, Last there, Jedi. There you go. Let's talk about that. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Okay. Looking good. Looking good. Yep. I'm excited. Do you think Luke <laughs> I will is, see it. Do you think Luke is turning evil? No, I don't think do he's think turning Luke, evil. Do you think, I think Luke force chokes Ray? Th- that's a guarantee. Yes, I kind of think he might. Yeah, just she's a sh- teenager. Just to give her a taste of the dark, you know, to show her what the dark side. I mean, all she's about. a teenager. Luke would go and back we, and force choke himself he, on Tatooine. Here's the if thing: he could. Is, yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. He was a whiny for little real, bitch. for real, for real. In fact, if if Yoda had an ounce of the dark side in him, maybe oh, yeah. maybe Luke doesn't turn out that way. Obi Wan's fingers were twitching. I but, saw but it. like that, and people are like, like, I'm like, what's the speculation? For Luke has canonically force choked a bitch. 
in the Holy Trilogy. <laughs> he he force chokes all of Jabba's guards on the way to, to seeing gar- uh, Jabba. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those sure. Gamorrean pig dudes are getting right. ch- choked left, right, and center. <laughs> He's clocking a force grip like his name is Luke Dolomite. Um <laughs> But I, I don't know. Like I, I, I also my, my I've, I've talked about this in the lunch. But my hope for this movie is that Luke does away at the Jedi Order, not in the sense of like no more good guys using the Force, but like the Jedi is a failed institution. Right. That's rigid code of emotional control was is just inhuman and robs them of a lot. And 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 and, and instead of trying to achieve balance of the Force by every millennia or so wiping out the horrific plague of Sith that, that, that takes over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Just be a little bit more balanced in your everyday fucking life. Yeah. More I, Kyle Katarn than Master Yoda. So I, I wonder because they're, you know, the preview shows, um, fuck, what is her name? Who are you talking about? Ray? Ray. Okay. Thank you. Uh, shows her kind of, looking at an old book or something probably with mm-hmm. some old jedi text mm-hmm. uh and she's saying oh i see the light i see the darkness mm-hmm. i see balance mm-hmm. um so maybe maybe they could do something like that yeah uh but i have a lot of faith that they're gonna go a little deeper than the surface level star wars stuff here because right. of what they did with rogue one now i didn't like rogue one very much i thought it was a fairly boring really action-filled movie because i've seen it three more times since we saw it the original and i think it um I think it's well. I'm not going to say it's a great Star Wars movie, but it's a it's a good Star Wars movie. Okay, um, but but they did try to do something different with that. They tried to show yep. the other side of the fight here, right? You know, tried to maybe humanize the Empire a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, uh, maybe darken add, the add light side a bit. To yeah. The rebels, yeah. Uh huh. So I think that they could go a little bit okay deeper on this one. Um, I think. I mean, I think that for Star Wars to continue to be relevant culturally, it has to do things like that. Yeah. You know, it can't just be, you know, this the same. I mean, I it, I don't know because it's it's still a space opera, but it can't be. It, it has to get a little grittier. It has to have a little bit more texture to it. Or I think it's just you know it'll be like Teflon. People just its affections will slide off. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I can't remember what other ones I saw. Uh, the trailer next similar. next trailer: Thor three Ragnarok. Oh right. Um, I'm excited about this because I, I like the first Thor. I thought the second Thor was kind of boring and forgettable and dark and, and like just every way, like the palette emotionally. Mm. Um, and this looks like it got a good shot of Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything's bright and colorful and interesting and fun. Like cutting Thor's hair and f- having him square off against the Hulk in an arena and him being excited by that. That looks like a, a, a good time. Still not sure that the Hulk even has a chance. Yeah. Although I don't know why you put him in an arena. Like, the Hulk's gonna punch Thor one time, and he's gonna go sixty miles out of the arena, and uh-huh. the fight's gonna take a while to resume. <laughs> right. Um, or or Hulk's gonna follow him, and the fight will leave the arena. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, who's the who's the lady that played the High Elf Queen on Lord of the Rings? Um, she's the villain in of this movie. No, no, no. She's also uh, she played like Catherine Hepburn, I think, in The Aviator. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I, I'm terrible with names, but mm. she plays the villain, and she looks like a million dollars. Like some of the villainous get up she's in is just amazing. Plus, she crushes Thor. She crushes Molyneux in her bare hands. That's she's not the pretty badass. The antlered one is she? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So she's got multiple Kate looks. Blanchett. Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. That's okay. her name. Yeah. Um, I just pulled that out of my head, not the internet. I'm, I'm unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I'm excited about that. Um, okay. Then we had Dun- we had an extended trailer for Dunkirk. Yeah. Which looks amazing. It does. Looks I'm awesome. I'm very, very excited to see uh, Christopher Nolan take, taking on that. Um, and we don't have to wait very much longer. It's going to be sometime in August, it looked like. Okay. And then finally, at our uh, showing, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, I didn't see that. Really? Have you seen no. the trailer at all? Nope. Um, what I think, there's a couple, I mean, first of all, it looks like a lot of fun, and it looks like it's got a lot of Tony Stark in it, um, but the thing I think is most fun is one of um, one of Spider-Man's classic villains that we haven't seen in all the movie Pantheon is the Vulture, and he's a literal, like, mechanical Birdman, and they got Michael Keaton playing him. <laughs> Okay. Who most Birdman. you know, mo- yeah. mo- most recently was was in Birdman, which is a great. Have you ever seen Birdman? I haven't yet. It's so funny that he's playing that with his role, with his background as being Batman, and now it's like uh-huh. this, the tail is eating its own snake, uh, <laughs> or wait, the snake is eating its own tail. Uh-huh. It works either way. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Um, but I think it's super fun. Plus, you know, the thing about Michael Keaton is he's a hell of an actor too. Yeah. Um, he's just really good. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see, uh. An actual teenager playing Spider-Man, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think they finally got they they finally nailed um, kind of a uh, uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man's tone. They they finally yeah now that Marvel got him back. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't think Sam Raimi's Spider-Man was too was was bad by any stretch. In fact, I think Spider-Man Two is an all-time great comic book movie. I just wish there were more disco dancing scenes. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Uh, so those are the, there was other trailers, but we've talked about them. In yeah, the I got an movies. extended Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, new whatever it is. Yeah, where Javier Bardem's like, bring me Jack Sparrow, and right. we've got a CG'd Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. like what? clearly youngified Johnny Depp doing what? Walking around on the on the deck of a boat. Is he just like just going to be an all CGI? I, I don't Depp? think he's all CG. I think it's Johnny Depp walking around with a CG mask. Why? Because they it's like a long time ago or whatever. They're they're like exploring the Depp, backstory. I think with a minimal amount of makeup could pass for in mid twenties. His face has gotten puffier. Really? Yeah. Well, like, see- it, it looked like CG to me, but I wouldn't swear by it he's had a bad few years it sounds like yeah living, living too much life yeah. and uh you know roughing up too many women yeah. and uh, losing way too much money and <laughs> this is why he's doing another pirates of the caribbean right um okay any other trailers you want to talk about i don't think so okay, well this is the point where uh the people who are not club members we we part ways with and uh, we go into the the club exclusive spoiler section uh, if you'd like to hear our spoiler-filled thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy, you can uh, sign up right now and, and not even pay anything for it. It's free for the first 30 days, and you can cancel at any time. It's really a scam of the century. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just go sign up, and uh, you can cancel You can cancel uh, just seconds later, and you still get a, a month free. Sure. Drink our milkshake. Yeah, drink, drink. You drink it up uh, and enjoy our Guardians take. Or, you know, uh, check out the other stuff. Like, we're doing lunch tomorrow. That'll be fun. Yeah, just drop to quip. Yeah, just drop the quip. The club ball move vines are burgeoning with, with ripe fruit, <laughs> ripe juice to be squeezed. Uh, so there, that's how you do it. Go to clubballmove.com, sign up right now, uh, enjoy, pay later, and we will be in the spoiler section right now. <laughs> 